Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Where KSL offers Utah deeper insights on the news. Host Boyd Matheson divides rage from reason and elevates the conversation on issues crucial to our community. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Welcome back, everyone, to Inside Sources here on KSL News Radio. It's great to be with you today. We're continuing our focus on Asia right now. And uh, of course, we, we started off with Attorney General Sean Reyes. Uh, talking about his heritage and uh, all the great lessons learned there, leading into our focus on the uh, Asian hate crimes bill that was uh, passed into law, signed by President Biden yesterday. Uh, now we're going to skip over to South Korea. Uh, President Moon Jae-in was uh, in Washington, D.C. today. And it, this is one of those inter- interesting things. You know, sometimes we say, well, what, you know, why do, I, why do I need to worry about South Korea? Or why do I need to be interested in what's going on in Asia and other places uh, all of these things are so interconnected. We've we've seen that just in the last week with what's been happening uh, in Israel and Gaza and how that very rapidly impacts us right here close to home. And it's so interesting that uh, many presidents of both political parties come into office uh, vowing, promising, predicting that they would spend the vast majority of their time focusing slow, solely on domestic issues. Uh, but that's never how it works out. There are so many things that happen internationally, uh, things that the U.S. is involved in, where the U.S. needs to lead. Uh, sometimes it's where the U.S. needs to get out of the way. Uh, and uh, today is, is one of those interesting ones in that uh, President Moon, uh, one of the few foreign dignitaries that uh, President Biden has been able to greet at the White House since taking office. Interestingly, uh, the only other uh, foreign head of state he's met in the White House uh, was the uh, Prime Minister of Japan. Uh, so, again, coming from Asia. Uh, but I want to share a couple of things uh, just to give us some perspective and how this does impact us and the important uh, ally that South Korea is to the United States of America. Uh, starting out the day today, President Moon uh, visited with Vice President Harris, uh, and they talked about how the two, connect, the two countries are interconnected uh, and the great impact that they can have on each other. At a time when our world faces increasing threats to our health, security, and climate, it is more important than ever that the United States and the Republic of Korea work closely together. We are connected through our shared democratic and economic values, as well as through friendships, family, culture, and history. Across our nation, Korean Americans are leaders in medicine, academics, entertainment, business, and politics. So there's a, a great connection between the United States of America and South Korea. 
And, of course, there's a long history there uh, as well. And uh, Vice President Harris went on to uh, talk about some of the issues that uh, President Moon would be talking about with President Biden. Uh, that meeting is uh, to be underway. They're going to be uh, talking to reporters coming up in about an hour, I believe. So we'll cover that here on KSL News Radio. Uh, but Vice President Harris laid out to some of the issues that were going to be vital to the discussions today. President Joe Biden and I are confident that together we can promote a free, open, and prosperous Indo-Pacific region, a region that is unconstrained by coercion and anchored in international rules and order. Today we will discuss a broad range of issues, including our strong partnership, as well as the challenges that exist on the Korean Peninsula. So uh, that was uh, Vice President Harris in the uh, tee-up there. Uh, President Moon, uh, with his interpreter, of course, uh, responded to that and uh, talked about uh, kind of the forged alliance that is uh, in existence between the United States and South Korea. Biden, and my congratulations on how the Biden-Harris administration is building back better with the world's most successful vaccine deployment and fastest economic recovery and blazing a trail for inclusiveness and in unity by restoring the soul of America. And the same soul of America is found in the history of the Rock-U.S. alliance, an alliance forged in blood 70 years ago to fight for freedom and democracy together. All right, so uh, clearly uh, a lot of goodwill going on there, good connection, good start to the South Korean uh, relationship with the Biden administration. Uh, And something unique took place today. Uh, President Moon participated uh, in a Medal of Honor ceremony. Uh, The Medal of Honor ceremony uh, presided by uh, President Biden was uh, for a 94-year-old Korean War veteran, and uh, Mr. Puckett uh, was a uh, an Army Ranger, 8th U.S. Army Ranger Company. Uh, and this was a long time coming. Uh, this was something that took a lot of time to, to get to. And it was very unique uh, to have a Korean War hero uh, who has taken a long time to get this honor and this act of service uh, that he, uh, the, these heroic efforts uh, that he made during the war, uh, and to have the president of South Korea there, uh, I think, was was incredibly significant. And uh, in typical uh, veteran fashion, Colonel Puckett uh, didn't want a big ceremony. And uh, President Biden was quick to point that out uh, during the ceremony today. Well, I understand that your first response to us hosting this event was to ask, why all the fuss? <laughs> why all the fuss? Can't they just mail it to me? I was going to make a joke about the post office, but I decided not to do that. (laughs) Colonel Puckett, after 70 years, rather than mail it to you, I would have walked it to you. That is a a great line uh, by President Biden. He would have walked it to him. And Colonel Puckett, very deserving of this ceremony. As President Biden mentioned, uh, this was a long time coming uh, and actually included some bipartisan work uh, with John McCain. Today, after more than a decade of effort, including support from my good friend, John McCain, God rest his soul, shortly before he passed away. I'm incredibly proud to give Colonel Ralph Puckett's act of valor the full recognition they have always deserved. 
Full recognition, and that's true of all of our veterans. They deserve that full recognition. And whether that's happening in the White House or whether that's happening in your house or in our neighborhoods, we need to make sure that we honor uh, that heroic effort, uh, that sacrifice, that service, that willingness uh, to give the last full measure of devotion, if needed, uh, to defend and protect this country, our liberties and freedoms, uh, and the way of life that we enjoy. And again, it was just so stirring to me uh, to hear have this Korean War veteran receive this uh, great honor uh, from President Biden uh, for his efforts during the Korean War and to have in attendance the president of South Korea uh, was really a unique moment and a, a moment worth noting for sure. All right, we're going to step aside for a quick commercial break. We're going to talk about some other things that pull us together. Uh, I think our veterans always unite us as a nation. Uh, we're talking about what the Utah Jazz are doing to unite the community. Don't want to miss this. Stay here on KSL News Radio. We'll be right back. Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind, only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do? in the face of an international disaster decades in the making. That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen.